Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. Can you hear? Do I sound like I'm smiling? I it's a thing that people do, isn't it, on audio? They talk, they smile, and it comes over in their voice. I, oh, we're having a great time. I'm Everyone's smiling. smiling. We're both smiling. It's weird. Can you tell in our voices that it's got a smile? I hate it. Uh, you hate smiling. The rules are simple on the Dream Factory, and the rule is keep smiling. <laughs> Every episode, we can read out as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it will be ground down into a fine powdery substance and off around at the next Tory party conference. I'm not re-recording that bit, John, even though I stumbled on offered around. I'm Joel, a man who puts the thick in narcotics officer, and across from me is John Harris, a man who was once so nervous about an upcoming random drugs test at his work that he booked a week off the drug in question rainbow dust What's i think that's the name of those sherbet sticks is it i don't know i think rainbow dust sounds like a real drug. a real drug oh yeah okay yeah. the drug in question popping angel candy. delight <laughs> well let's stay on that theme if we're going to go straight in with some film ideas this one is from ilan and gwen together they sat around. Wow. Took a few hours. The power of two minds. Mary but... popping some pills. <laughs> and that I've not have you seen the remake? Not the remake, John. The sequel. The sequel. Have you seen the sequel? I have indeed seen the sequel. I did Is it as trippy as the first one? Yeah. Well well the problem is you you know that they're they're recreating a lot of beats and moments from the first one, so it doesn't feel as surprising. Mm. But what I didn't realise was how much nostalgia I felt for that film. Because as a man who never cries at the cinema, from the first second that film started, when I watched it in the cinema, you just cried. I no, I didn't. But honestly, I was I had a lump in my throat from the first second of that film to the Why very last. Why didn't you bit. just let it all out? Because I repress my feelings. I cry at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Are you a big mm, cry in the foyer. <laughs> just choosing the pick and mix and then trying to get my right seat. Do you know what I do? All Looking at the ticket price, am I right? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? No, not anymore. No, good point. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm in. Great, yeah, good stuff. So wait till the end. We'll do a bit of ticket price chat afterwards. <laughs> do you know what I do all the time at the cinema? I've done this so many fucking times. You know, they give you the screen. They say, pick your seat. Mm. I always get it wrong and I always pick like the first row I'm like oh yeah I have, I'll have and it always it seems, like, it seems like I go to the same cinema and it seems like it flips every time I'm like yeah I'll sit in row F no that's only six rows I'll sit in row 
M. I'll sit in M5, right at the back in the middle, and I'll go in, like the first row inexplicably will be row M, and I'm just in the middle. where? What? Starts at A. You never had that? No. Yeah, big time. Or I don't even look at the letter. I just point on the screen. Yeah. Like they can, sometimes it's a touch screen that you can touch yourself. Yeah. So they absolve themselves of any responsibility. If you go into the screen, they're like, wow, you click the fucking yeah. seats, mate. And, I'll, and I never know where the screen is on that little screen. And so quite often I'm sat at the front. I'm so sorry, Ma- It made Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle an almost intolerable experience. Mary Poppins and Pills, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think the film is already trippy enough to justify that potentially she is. We sort of all assume that's been happening, don't we? Do you? I'm Isn't not. She, is she desperately sad, Mary Poppins, as a character? What do you mean? Isn't, like, as well, in, she comes in, it? she starts to love a family, and then she has to go away again. Where is she going? She is, is she sitting in the cloud? There is a, a big office in the cloud with lots of Mary Poppins. No way. Yeah. There's, you know, there's not a, at any one time a f- one family that needs an au pair. Is Mary Poppins like James Bond? It's like... Did you have an au pair? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Posh Johnny had an au pair. No, I didn't. Okay? I, did, I didn't have an au pair. Either. Did you go to any after school clubs? I did, yes. Which ones? <laughs> My I, lo- I won a mean? karaoke competition at an after school club once singing Angels by Rob Williams. I'm really proud of you, mate. 17. No, I was very young. Right. What about this one from Ben? The Texas Chainsaw Mascara. Is it a, a new implement to put it's makeup It's a mascara on? brush that kills. <laughs> Wait. What is... The, they've got like a little <laughs> mascara brush, but it's like a cha- it makes a chainsaw sound and they kill people with it. Uh, Joe. I haven't seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's too scary. Contrary to popular belief, I don't know much about makeup implements. You know what mas- a mascara is, though, don't you? Is is that the... Can't, no, don't... Oh, you're trying to Clarkson this one, aren't you? You're trying to be too blokey-blokey to know what mascara is. Mascara is the one that goes on your eyelashes, makes it nice and thick and dark and... You ask me, bold. they should stop doing it on the fucking train. <laughs> Why are they doing it on the train? Um, I think the people that apply makeup on the train are probably the incredible. most skilled people on earth. They, I, they must all be like surgeons or work in power plants and stuff. I don't think, yeah, I don't think I could keep my hand steady to apply makeup on in a still place, let alone a train. I'm, it's, maybe it's counterintuitive. Maybe it's like those <laughs> buildings that have things built into them so that when they rock, they don't rock, you know? And so it's always stable. If you rock against the way the train's rocking, it's actually the most still you can ever be. So it's the little it's the little spinny comb that you put on the eyelashes. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't spin. It just sort of flicks. You know the one you dip it in a tube. I meant spinny because it's like a circle. Yeah, well, not everything. Well, like it's it can be used from all angles. Is everything that's a circle? Does everything that's a circle spin? I guess it probably does. <laughs> tweet us. Tweet us about that. Um, you've only got oh. three weeks left to tweet us that stuff. Imagine if someone's been waiting. You know, we say tweet us in every episode. No one ever does. Imagine <laughs> if someone's been waiting to the last episode to answer every question. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? I would dare you. And it would be the basis of our next podcast. (laughs) Is it, are we mass producing these, uh, these mascaras that are killing people? And are, is, Mm, is, is a murderer using it as a weapon or are people just applying it and dying? Uh, apply and die. Apply and die. That's the tagline. Maybe she's born with it. (laughs) Maybe it's a horrible makeup accident. Do you have a skincare routine, John? No. I do not. You, at your age, you need to adopt one. Okay. How often do you moisturise? Uh, sometimes. Oh my God! This is unbelievable. How often do you moisturise? If my skin's dry. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You're 28 years old. You must moisturise morning and night. No. I, you have, I, you have I, to. On average, I've, I moisturise once a fortnight. <laughs> That's not good for you, mate. That's not good for you. Why? You're, you're in the London liberal media elite. <laughs> 
Everyone out there's moisturising right now. We're in your offices. Everyone's moisturising right now. As soon as your back turns, they're moisturising. I w- I'm going to look defined. Like, mm. a, like a book. You're going to look Like sad. an old book. You've got quite good skin. Thank you, man. It won't last. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> Moisturize, noon and night. Not noon, morning, <laughs> not noon and night. That's, what, that's, the, that's how they sell moisturize. Moisturize, morning, not noon and night. That's the famous moisturizer advert from the 50s. <laughs> I was going to say it's from the uh, 50s. I... Glad you asked. Uh, I have uh, a cleanse, a tone, and a moisturizer routine. What is tone? T- skin. T- like the color? No, it doesn't change the color. It just makes it glow and makes it toned up nice. Tone like is infirmness? I don't know. I just My girlfriend owns it, <laughs> and it smells good, and she puts it on, and I How put it on. How toned is your skin? It's got a six-pack <laughs> on each cheek. Um, what about this? I've got one? the strongest face on it. <laughs> What about this one from Jack? Hun Direction. The One Direction boys reunite for one final concert to kill Genghis Khan. Without Zayn. Uh, big mistake I think he's made there. On right. Attila of the Hun and Genghis Khan, different people. I used to do this a lot. Look, I, look, I was like Jack once. I used to do it a lot as well. But I don't, I don't actually know if Genghis Khan was a Hun. Um, <laughs> but then Jack says Zayn sees the success of the first film, so he wants in. The sequel, Hun Direction 2, Zayn male. But... It doesn't work if, uh, if um, you know, the thing you just said. So let's just move on. Attila the Hun Direction. 
What about this one from Sophie? Door-abiding citizen, a man with fantastic door etiquette. He lets everyone go in front of him and he opens the door for everyone. It's good. It is yeah. good. And I would enjoy watching that initially because <laughs> I love good door etiquette. Yeah. But where does it go? Interesting <clears throat> fact, she's got a sequel as well. Uh, draw-abiding citizen, which I think is a stretch. I'm not sure is anyone there, cares is there about draw-etiquette. Draw etiquette. What is the draw-etiquette? Leave Always it close them. Always close them. Always close your drawer after use. Yeah. Well, the, you can kind of mix it up with the drawer. You can sort of close it with your bum. That's always that's really fun, isn't Good it? Fun. Do you ever do that? Do you ever take something out of the drawer? Yeah, like absolutely. This is the textbook example of this. Yeah. So you've got peanut butter out of the cupboard. You close the cupboard. There's not really a cool way to do it. You can't head by it closed. It's, <laughs> this cupboard is above. It's you a, around abs- head height. You should absolutely nut your. So closed. I get the peanut butter out, and then I. I get the peanut and then I nut the cupboard closed, right? We've had to replace that cupboard door so many times. And then I open a drawer to get a knife. Yeah. <clears throat> peanut butter's already open. I opened it between those two steps, but I didn't think it was important. And so at this point, I've got knife in lefty, mm-hmm. peanut butter in the right hand. Great. The drawer's open. So I'll, I'll turn to butter the bread and during the turn, we'll just give the drawer a little, hey. a little knock with my bum and it'll close. And it's really impressive. And I'll make sure all the blinds are open when I do that so everyone can see it. <laughs> I'm naked as well. You've got, you've got like an I'm audience, naked. haven't you? I'm naked. Yeah, yeah. Bottom and I'm having a bagel and it's uh, on my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a euphemistic way to say it. Lovely stuff. Um, yes. The thing about a door- knob of butter on there as well. Maybe the tension of door abiding citizen is that the protagonist, mm-hmm. uh, he finds a place with so much foot traffic that he opens the door and he's stuck there indefinitely. And does he compromise his position as a door-abiding citizen mm. to leave? That is good. I drove for the first time at the weekend in quite a long time. And at one point, I was at a roundabout for too long. And people started bibbing me. But when you haven't done it, it's so hard to judge those things when you haven't done it in ages, isn't it? Don't you think? Why is the word bibbing? Because it's to beep. Bib, bib. That's a good point. It sounds like a bib. Bib, bib. Don't you think? <laughs> bibbing should be like the process of putting a bib on. <laughs> Uh, How often did you say food's that? gonna be food's gonna be messy tonight? Be so messy. I'd be bibbing. Are you bibbing? I'm bibbing. <laughs> you ordered no. You ordered the lobster. You should probably be bibbing. <laughs> You're not gonna bib with that soup. No, it's a good point. Thank you. Did you have like door etiquette at your school? We had to hold the door open for anyone that was more senior to us in terms of age. What higher years? Yeah. Wow. No, that's very formal. You'd probably do it for a teacher. But you wouldn't. Mm. I, I'm not going to let. I'm not going to wait for a sixth former to go through when I'm. A so if a sixth former was six feet behind you, you would just open the door and not even look back. Six feet. Yeah. Well, I would do it because of general etiquette. Oh, so there was etiquette at your school. Next film. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one from Bakhti? Coco pops. We're still fleshing out the story, but either you pop in the afterlife. Who's we? We? <laughs> what sort of operation is Bakhti running? <laughs> She's hanging out with Elan and Gwen. That's great. <laughs> they should do the podcast. They're, they're literally a dream factory. They are. They're churning them out for us. All Coco Pops are banned from a family. One family. Or yeah. I, I'm going to take this a step further. Imagine a world. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Without Coco Pops. Uh, all right. Coco Pops are banned from a family, but the kid loves them so much. Yeah. They sneak Coco Pops in into the afterlife. In what? Into the afterlife. Why? Coco. Oh, Coco Pops. The Coco film Pops. where everyone's dead. Yeah, and okay. music's banned from the family, apart from the fact that the. I've not seen the film, oh. so I was mostly just imagining some sort of domestic family where Coco Pops were a, a too sugary a cereal, <laughs> which is essentially just like some people's lives. Sad. Yeah, not when we were kids. Not when we were kids, man. Yeah. What? So I was having golden nuggets, golden Grahams, <laughs> everything. everything. Golden. Any, I would only eat golden foods. <laughs> 
You sat on your little throne. Get me the golden food. Is it gold, mother? <laughs> it's a fish finger, Joel. I mean, we've probably brought this up before, but Joel is a man who was once quoted as saying, I am the best at being humble. I stand by it. <laughs> I stand, things haven't changed. If anything, I've got better at it. <laughs> All right, the well, only person better at being humble than yeah. a young me is an older me. <laughs> What's your cereal as a kid? But you were uh, a fucking Cheerios guy, weren't you? Uh, One of the real dweebs. No, it was probably a... Cu- uh, a frosty? Uh, when, would... I, oh, when I discovered Crunchy Nut, probably around 12, 13 years old. Ooh, bubby. <laughs> I would eat about three bowls of that on a Saturday. How sloppy were you getting? Were you bibbing? Uh, uh, I know you only asked that to Do the get joke. the bibbing, but I'm going to tell you. I don't <laughs> like very much milk on my cereal. Ooh. I actually see it as... I sort of do a little... It's kind of like a, a bit of a show and a dance for me, right? Because... I actually would rather there wasn't any milk, but I'm aware that that's not really acceptable. So I just put on a bit of milk, just, you know, to save face. A drizzle. Yeah. I would like sort of go, oh, yeah, milk. And sort of pretend there's loads of milk going on, but I don't like the milk on there. I don't like when it gets soggy. Oh, yeah. Don't mind me. Just pouring <laughs> on the milk. God, I hope there's a couple of cows nearby because we're going to run out of this stuff pretty soon. Just pouring it into the sink. <laughs> But people, some people like a lot of milk, and then some people drink the milk, and that makes me honestly feel so sick. But Cocoa Pops milk is good. Oh, no, man, I don't like it. I, I love Cocoa Pops, but I would always get rid of them, no matter how chocolate. You couldn't make that milk chocolatey <laughs> enough for me. I don't like. I don't really like milk. All right, look, ninety-seven episodes. I fucking said it. I don't like milk. It's actually ninety-eight. Uh, what about? Well, I used to. Li- I liked milk on episode one. <laughs> I went off it between one and two, even though we released them at the same time. Amazing. Uh, Trying. You can't remember, but. Something quite serious happened to me between the recording of episode one and two where I lost uh, my interest in milk. <laughs> uh, what about this? Cold Listen. Mountain Dew. <laughs> I haven't read or seen Cold Mountain. Uh, but I assume you, you studied English and that's pretty much required. <laughs> Not where I studied it, mate. <laughs> it was mostly Beano-based, my degree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's about the American Civil War. But this one's got the popular... Have you ever had a Mountain Dew? I've only ever had like the English version, which I know that like the different? purists say it doesn't quite. Which purists? The American. The guys purists. at Sweets from Heaven, where yeah. you can only get the imported stuff. Yeah, the good shit. They they, they do sell the good shit. That was the good sound of a can opening. <laughs> it's most normally in bottles, man. Aren't you? Um, <laughs> I was doing it. I was going to do an impression of the guy at Sweets oh, from do. Heaven. Oh please, saying, no, please come do. Back to the back room. Come on, please do it. Everyone, everyone, here comes, John. here comes John's impression. This is his best impression as well. This is John's impression of an employee from Sweets from Heaven, which for those listening who haven't been to Oxford Circus, is a shop on Oxford Street where you can buy uh, foreign sweets at an unbelievably inflated price. You can get like a peanut butter M&M. And, John, what happens? Uh, let's role play it. I'm going to walk into Sweets from Heaven and I'm after some of that good foreign canned soda. Hey, guy. You want the good foreign... Canned soda. Off the bat, you're saying that. <laughs> what if I was a narc? Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you need what if to, I was from the sugar tax guy? You also need to know the guy for it to really what work. If I, okay. What if I was the sugar tax man? You wouldn't be selling that stuff, man. Boom. No way. Mm. This one's from Rachel. Wokeahuntas. It turns out Pocahontas has actually been asleep for a long time and she gets woken up for a live action remake. It's not the woke you're expecting. Pocahontas is dead and her grave is in Gravesend in Kent. What? Mad, right? What? No one ever goes there. I don't think people go and see it. It's just like at the back of a library. What? 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 Yeah. Why? Don't know, man. Don't know. 
Did she retire to... <laughs> retire to Gravesend. Maybe she did. No, I think she washed up, like the boat arrived there. Like, I don't really know. It's on the Thames. Maybe she was mm-hmm. heading for London town. All I can tell you is that Pocahontas died in Gravesend. I mean, if you're going to die anyway. Hey, there's worse things to do in Gravesend. It's just a very suitably named place, isn't it? Uh, yeah, people think it was called that because that's where the graves ended from the Black Death, but it's not really that reason. But we won't tell you what the real reason is. Don't know is. what the real reason is, mate. Don't care. Tweet us. Good is there a live action Pocahontas being made? It's it's one of the few that hasn't been fully f- yeah, that's officially a good announced one. yet. Is there a Mulan? Yeah, that's been announced. And they must be doing they, Pocahontas. Is it like seems the last... like the obvious next one. Would they do like Hercules? No, well, you can't do Hercules because it's a story that already has been told by other people, like The Rock. Yeah, I, well, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say Robin Hood. It's the same situation, isn't it? Yeah. The Disney Rock. don't own every story. Oh, The Rock is Robin Hood. Yeah. Rock and Robin. Hey. Twiddly dee. There you go. <laughs> R- the Rock in Robin. Yeah? Yeah. He's stealing from the rich, giving to the poor, and he's never looked better. That's the slogan. Oh, The Rock in tights. Yeah? He's not afraid of Lycra. His whole career was built on Lycra. Yeah, oh, he look, He has. He was a cyclist for a long time. Absolutely has the legs for tights. Oh, they'd have to find a big pair of tights, wouldn't they? <laughs> they'd have to specially, yeah, they'd have to get the tight people in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I wonder what denier he prefers. Ooh. Good tight question. We have discussed a lot of topics that we are not qualified to answer um, this week. I would say speak for yourself. I would also say speak for the last 97 episodes as well, to be fair. Pretty groovy. Hey, I've got some exciting news. You'll never guess who's back. Pip Diddy Pip. Oh, no way. Yeah, he came came back, you know, with three episodes to go. He's brought us uh, six ideas. Wow. So two Two an episode. Uh, You're right with that that math. No, but let's just do one. (laughs) (laughs) If Beale Street could look who's talking. Good. Very, very good. Yeah? Yeah. Right, Beale Street is about a pregnant lady and the trials and tribulations and racism in America. What if the baby could talk? Right, what if the baby could articulate its feelings? <laughs> That's why it got snubbed at the Oscars. <laughs> no talking baby. I got it from my Insider Academy pals. I love that film so much. Look who's talking. <laughs> you love Beale Street so much. I love Beale Street so much and it is an absolute travesty that it didn't get nominated. <sighs> And brief. We don't, we don't do that sort of thing here, John. We Apologies. don't do serious. Sorry, now, it, what, talk to me about that film, but if it had featured a talking baby. <laughs> the thing is, sometimes you do a pun and then you think, I can't go down this road because that's such a beautiful, poignant film that I'm not going to sit talking. here going, <laughs> what if the baby could articulate? Do the babies in Look Who's Talking talk like with their mouths? Or is it like... <laughs> no, they, they talk with their elbows, mate. <laughs> hey, how about this? Look Who's Talking. A baby stalks someone. <laughs> Look who's corking. Macaulay Culkin is a tiny baby that talks. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make that in the 90s, frankly. <laughs> Look who's Bjorking. Look who's Tom Yorking. Look who's Sporking. <laughs> Glad you didn't say forking. Uh, hey, John, should we do our own film ideas? Yeah, let's call it a night. A night. Or whatever time of day it is for you. Yeah. Um, I imagine everyone listens to this in the sexiest time of night. Yeah? 6pm. You <laughs> It's that sweet hour before bedtime. What it's time are you going to bed these days, John? <laughs> 6 p.m. Now, what time do you go to bed? It's around Egghead's time. What time are you going to bed? Depends what night. I'm, Just, you're at home. You're I'm, living your life at home. Joel, I'm, I've become an absolutely reckless man who used to be very much a 10.30 guy, and now it's sometimes it's as late as 11. Jesus Christ, I need to get to the doctor's. <laughs> 
You're not moisturising. You're not getting any sleep. <laughs> also key to skin health. <laughs> How much water are you drinking, John? Not enough. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. The last two, I cannot no, I cannot believe it. <laughs> the last two episodes are just going to be Joel having an intervention with me about my skincare regime. I'm going to um, queer eye you. Oh, great! Yeah. Hey, John, what's your film idea? The boat that mocked, just a mean boat. Oh no! What does it say? Ah, look at you! Can't even drive this thing. Oh, it mocks the person captaining in the boat, not ah, other boats. Look, or oh, ooh. I imagined it like a Pixar car style. Oh. It's like um, a Larry David type character good. going around the seas just being a bit grumpy and yeah. mean at other boats. It's good. I like it. Yeah. I was thinking of it as more as like, there's two angles you could take on this. One is that it's like a militarized thing where well, the one, enemy warships, the, <laughs> the enemy warships, it just like shouts abuse at. It fires scares. insults out of its big cannons. <clears throat> Yeah, like in old, you know, like in war in the past, in like way back in history, you know, like I studied history, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Way back in there, like, you know, people would do stuff to like threaten the enemies, like, you know, cover themselves in war. This is good insight. This is is good insight. I feel like David Stark is in the room. (laughs) This is a boat that's mean. (laughs) Right, here's my idea. (laughs) No, no, no. What what if it's a cursed sailor who... Don't pretend you looked at your sheet like you'd written anything else down. (laughs) You're clearly making this up. (laughs) What if... There's a, a curse put on a sailor. He's been cursed at by the boat. At all boats, I mean, to But only he can hear it. But he he wants to be a sailor so badly. Yeah. And eventually, he's like, right, the only way I can do this is to build a boat from scratch. And he does it completely. And then he's hammering the last nail into the boat and the boat just goes, you're a prick. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> hey, here's my idea. Earlier today, yeah. last night, Justin Bieber tweeted... <laughs> That he wants a fight with Tom Cruise. Did you see this? What? Right. Justin Bieber tweeted. Let me get this up. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who is willing to put on the fight? I want to see that fight. What? What? Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise. Is that Tom Cruise is 56 years old. <laughs> is there previous between them? I've never thought of them as particular rivals. Tom Cruise is 56 years old and he would wipe the floor with Justin Bieber. I was going to say, yeah. And I, I, look, speaking from experience, getting beaten up by a 56-year-old can end your career. <laughs> Sometimes I think... I still love you, Dad. <laughs> Sometimes I think I'd like to get punched in the face. <laughs> Just to know how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a Johnny Cash shot? <laughs> But I punched myself today. Um, <laughs> I would, I would. Ask yeah, I reckon them, you could easily get yourself punched in the face. <laughs> I'd ask them to broadly avoid the nose. That's not a proper punch. Where would they punch you then? In the eye. You are mad. You'd rather be punched in the eye than in the nose. Or the jaw, mm. forehead. I don't know. Maybe if Side. they put some moisturizer on their fist, I'd let them do it. <laughs> It'd slip right off. <laughs> I just think, yeah, I'd have to be totally innocent in the thing. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not egging someone on. Yeah, you're not sort of like a mean boat. Hey. Do you know what? I laughed then, but I completely agree. Sometimes I wish I knew what it felt like to be shot. <laughs> you've, told, you've said this on the podcast before. I feel so guilty. But I feel so like salacious admitting to it, but just for five seconds. But is it... Wait, so you're getting it for five seconds, but it's like a, a fatal wound, or are you just getting shot in the arm? Maybe at first it's just shot in the arm, but then I get a, I want, it, I want it more. It. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe that'll happen with you. Maybe you'll get punched once. Oh, maybe yeah, you'll be beaten up. And I'm like more aroused than I've ever look, been I'm, in my oh, life. Look, episode 100, I'm happy to punch you in the face to end it. Yeah. All, all right. right. Okay. I've never hit anyone in the face. 
Great. Yeah. I reckon I could. It'd be a new day for both of us. You've got a fairly big face. So, easy I'm back target. myself. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Uh, Justin Bieber training montages. Uh, we follow Justin Bieber as he trains and prepares and prepares. We don't see anything of Tom Cruise. Fight comes, Tom Cruise knocks him out in one punch. See you later. Is Tom Cruise, is Tom Cruise uh, like he takes off his dressing gown and he's like incredible. I think they call him dressing gowns. Like, <laughs> Who, Tom Cruise? Yeah. I think... He's I, like really gone for it. Or is he, is he just looking like, you know, a, fel- a fairly... I was going to say fairly and relatively, and said relatively. Is he looking relatively svelte? He's just looking like Tom Cruise. Okay, the Tom fine. Cruise you know and love. But, but Justin Bieber's got enormous. He's got so big. <laughs> so, and somehow taller. And he's so ripped for this fight. And then Tom, like Cruise just, Tom Cruise just lays him out. Bang, done, Brilliant. see you later. One punch. Conor McGregor's offered to put the fight on. So, I, is Tom Cruise going to respond? It's quite <laughs> a weird thing to happen, don't you think? There is a, li- a weird thing to happen. There's literally no context to it. It's just out of the blue. It's just, the problem. He must have been sat around with his people, Justin Bieber, mm. and he probably watching and watching one of the Mission Impossible films, great films, and he, he probably thought I could beat Tom Cruise up. And the people around him, they're not going to say no, are they? If he turns to his guy and says, "Do you think I could beat Tom Cruise in a fight?" The guy says, "Yes," yeah. even when he knows the truth. Mm. Um, and so Justin Bieber's got so cocky that he's tweeted it. I tell you what, I'll challenge Justin Bieber to a fight. <laughs> Hey, and uh, that's the end of the episode. We know it's the end of the episode because there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And I, I'm sorry, Justin, I take back what I said about one in a fight. Hello, there, what I mate. Well done. Thank you. I thought you were exceptional on that episode. Oh. Second only to me. <laughs> uh, it was good it was fun I unwrapped this Reese's peanut butter cup oh go on really Trigger early so. on Uh-oh. it's so soft and melted now is this room warm that is absolutely vile. that's the loudest you've been this episode and you're a loud man that is actually fucking disgusting right Turn I'm going to eat device. this chocolate now go home hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.